0: Hey everyone, Cole here. I had a few announcements before we get to today's episode. Uh, We're nearing the end of the season, and if you've been listening to Dissect for a while, you know that we end every season with a montage of listener-submitted audio clips, sharing what the album, in this case Swimming in Circles, means to you. It always ends up being my favorite part of the season, hearing from you guys, and you guys getting to express a little bit about what the album has meant to you, or what the season meant to you, or really anything you want to say about Mac or the album. So if you're interested in doing that, go to Dissect Podcast on either Twitter or Instagram and you'll find instructions on how to submit your clip. Uh, you'll want to do that soon. The deadline's only in one week. So go to Dissect Podcast at Instagram or Twitter and find the instructions. Also, I had a chance to speak to Australian musician Barrow Sura, who's the vocalist that sings on the chorus of Hand Me Downs, the subject song of today's episode. You're going to hear a few bits of our conversation interspersed in today's episode but I'm also going to be posting the entire episode this week on the dissect feed. It's a really, really great conversation. Barrow is a wonderful human and has a pretty incredible story about meeting Mac Miller, first being a fan of Mac Miller, meeting him, and then creating this song with him all within like three days. It's a crazy story. Um, So definitely check out the full conversation when it comes out in a few days here. All right. I think that's it. Enjoy today's episode. Spotify, I'm Cole Kushner, and this is Dissect, long-form musical analysis broken into short digestible episodes. Today we continue our serialized examination of Mac Miller's Circles with its eighth track, Hand Me Downs. was produced by Mac Miller and John Bryan and features Barrow Sura, the only credited vocal feature on Circles. The track was conceived while Mac was playing shows in Australia in September of 2017, and it's one of the few songs we know for sure that was consciously written with Circles in mind. According to Vic Weinstein, quote, he went to Australia and recorded Hand Me Downs there. He loved that effort because of how organic it came together and how bare bones it is. Nothing too crazy on the production front, unquote. Local Melbourne musician Barrow Sura also spoke to the track's organic origins, as it was birthed from a spontaneous studio session he had with Mac just a few days after meeting him for the first time. I actually had the privilege of talking to Barrow directly about this studio session, and he recalled how it began with him on a keyboard and Mac on drums. After about 15 minutes of jamming together, Mac went into the control room and Barrow hopped on the drums, and eventually he fell into a simple groove that caught Mac's attention.
2: And I was sitting down playing the drums and Mac was listening and I was like, yo, keep that, keep that going right there. And like kept it going. And it was kind of like the pocket was like not there. It was like kind of out of pocket. But like he was like, nah, 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 keep it going. I was like, nah, I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure about it. It It's like, nah, keep
0: it going, keep it going. After laying down this beat, musician Garrett Stevenson started playing a guitar part.
2: Garrett was playing um, like a little riff on the guitar um, over the drum and um, Mac was like play like this like do this do this and then he just put everything else like around the song like the keys and the bass and just kind of just filled it out just all sitting in the we ate ramen and we're all sitting in the um in the control room kind of thing and we're just writing and um I was sitting there writing and Mac was writing too and he came up to me and then he was like um are you writing right now and I was like yeah and he's like um what are you writing I was like kind of like a verse kind of thing he's like get we'll get the hook get the hook I was like all right for sure and so um I just wrote like that That hook that I wrote was like initially meant for like a verse. And I was like, nah, this is kind of cool. So like I kept it as the hook and kind of made it like a hook kind of thing. Oh, he came up to me. He was like, yo, like, what do you got? Come like sing it to me after he recorded his his verse, the first verse. And I was like, hella nervous, man. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then and then so I started singing my part to him, but I was like hella quiet and I wasn't really hitting it at all. And I was like yo yo just let me just let me go in i'll just go try and record it and so um i started recording it and usually it takes me like a few takes to be like comfortable and like to kind of get into the pocket and like you know get in tune with everything and um i did my third take and mac was like yo that's it and i was like um no no no, let me get it again it's like no nah, no nah, man that's it that's it that's the one."
3: Mm-hmm. If I need to stay in line. You damn well are a great design. Hey, you who, despite being an only child, say you need more of a family around. turn these jeans into heavy down.
2: I was like, all right, for sure. And he was like, he's like, oh, um, the part like after the chorus where I'm singing Down, Down. He was like, You should do this at the end of that. And I did that. um I was just like, kind of just like doing kind of what he told me to do.
3: Down, down. Down, down. Down, down. Down, down. down.
2: And um and then we just added the layers and sh- and and everything and I just um kind of just like awestruck by like what was happening like I was just like literally like my dream and yeah we kept hanging the whole weekend and we just he kept playing the song and I I couldn't like I didn't really realize what how great this song was or how beautiful and how just like um how layered the song was. Um, I was just kind of just awestruck about what happened and how like I kept my cool and everything and how I'm here with like my favorite artist, um, And yeah, man, like just the whole weekend, Mac just kept playing it, and he was like, man, like we did something really special. We did something really special.
0: What Mac Barrow and Garrett Stevenson laid down in Australia became the demo version of the song. Mac would write what became the second verse at a later date and producer John Bryan would eventually re-record the guitar and drum parts. But we can actually hear a piece of Barrow's original drum recording that started it all in the very beginning of Hand Me Downs. It's the very first drum set we hear before John Bryan's beefier drums take over the part. The chord progression we hear played throughout the song is 5 chords in total. D, E, F-sharp, G, and A. What's interesting about this progression is that each chord is higher than the next. That is, it moves sequentially in order, D, E, F, G, A. Typically, sustained rising or ascending chord progressions convey a feeling of levity, optimism, or in the case of hand-me-downs, gratitude.
4: I'm thinking maybe I should thank you. Oh baby, I should buy you another round. Cause you care and I swear that I'm here, but I'm there. It's getting harder to hunt me down. Get away to a place where the like such a great you leave the bank up on it though. I made it, but hey, once I build it, I break it. That might just break me down.
0: Mac begins verse 1 singing, I'm thinking maybe I should thank you, oh baby I should buy you another round. He begins in a place of extreme gratitude, praising who we assume to be a romantic partner. To buy someone another round is to buy them another alcoholic drink, though it feels like Mac here is using the phrase more as a figurative gesture of appreciation. Round also subtly evokes the image of a circle, perhaps symbolizing the reciprocity present in this relationship. This person has helped Mac in some way, and he wants to reciprocate. A circular exchange. He continues singing because you care, and I swear that I'm here, but I'm there. It's getting harder to hunt me down. It's lines like these that exhibit how Mac's mastery of rap informs his more singer-songwriter efforts, as these lines contain a number of internal rhymes: care, swear, here, there, while also maintaining the outer rhyme scheme round and down. This density of rhyme isn't so common in pop music, but Mac manages to infuse his hip-hop tendencies seamlessly and it's in these lines we get a sense of what Mac is thankful for. This person truly cares for him despite the fact that he's all over the place. This could refer to him physically being gone, a thought perhaps inspired by the fact this song was written in Australia, away from home. It could also refer to Mac's constantly fluctuating mental states, which we've heard him document throughout swimming in circles. Despite his wandering mind traversing across various emotional planes, Mac assures this person, I swear that I'm here, expressing his commitment to being present with them. Mac then continues the high-frequency rhyming singing, Get away to a place with a lake, such a great view, leave the bank, couple hundred thou. Here the vowel A is the through line, away, place, lake, great, bank. Mac proposes a getaway excursion with his love, perhaps a way to bring peace and stasis to a wandering mind. He imagines sitting by a placid lake, utilizing the large body of water's unique ability to provide tranquility and calm another subtle development of the water motif central in swimming in circles. Coming off this image of the lake, there's some clever wordplay with Mac leaving the bank with a couple hundred thousand dollars, as bank not only refers to a financial institution, but also a river bank, the land alongside or sloping down to a lake or river. While he likely could withdraw a few hundred thousand dollars from his bank account, it feels like Mac here is equating the lake house getaway with the value normally associated with that amount of money. In other words, it's not money that fulfills him, it's the quality time spent present with his partner, in harmony with water and the natural world. Mac caps off the first verse sustaining the heavy internal rhymes, I made it, but I hate it, once I build it, I break it, that might just break me down. The initial I made it plays off the previous line of withdrawing large amounts of cash from his bank, but once again Mac dodges the cliche here, as he uses this phrase to then express how he ends up destroying the things he's made, and that this is a recurring source of anxiety for him. We heard him admit these self-destructive tendencies throughout circles. On good news he sang, why gotta build something beautiful just to go set it on fire? And then on woods he rapped, put it together, then it breaks, all the energy it takes, it never stop. It would seem this feeling of ruining what he's worked to create is one of the common destinations for his wandering mind, taking him out of the present moment and mentally away from his partner. We actually hear this play out in real time in this verse. The imagined relaxation of the lake house is overridden by Max's self-critiques. He destroys the beauty of the daydream by thinking about how he always destroys everything beautiful. It's a vicious circle, the Ouroboros or serpent with its tail in its mouth, continually devouring itself. It's no wonder he wants a break.
4: Might just break me down And all I ever needed was somebody with some reason who can keep me sane ever since i can remember i've been keeping it together but i'm feeling strange get away when it ain't really safe and it don't seem right but with snow, you get used to the bullshit screws they go missing slightly they might be
0: but continues hand-me-downs with its pre-chorus singing and all i ever needed was somebody with some reason who can keep me sane Here we get more clarity about what Mac's partner offers him, a stabilizing grounding force, one he credits for keeping him sane. There's a bit of wordplay in somebody with some reason, as he could be referring to reason as in a purpose or justification for an action, in this case, keeping Mac sane. Or he could be saying reason as in someone who thinks logically, in which case that reasoning logic could be used to show Mac the irrationality of his thought process, feelings, or decisions. Whatever the reason, Mac feels this person truly helps him, as he continues, Ever since I can remember, I've been keeping it together, but I'm feeling strange. The idea that Mac has to keep it together in the first place implies that doing so requires ongoing effort. Keeping it together even implies fragmentation, in line with him breaking everything he's built into pieces. He's falling apart and putting himself together, over and over, swimming in circles. He ends the pre-chorus singing, Get away when it ain't really safe and it don't seem right. But what's new? You get used to the bullshit. The screws they go missing, it's likely they might be. This vague scenario feels like it's meant to illustrate Mac's poor decision making. He leaves somewhere, be it physically or mentally, despite it being unsafe and against his intuition. Asking what's new implies these absences are recurring, exemplifying those early lines of verse 1 when he said he's getting harder to hunt down. And at this point in the season, the line, you get used to the bullshit, should set a few bells off. Throughout swimming, bullshit was used a number of times to signify indulgence, most often drugs or alcohol, and it might be that Mac's getaways are in pursuit or paired with substances. Though there's always the possibility Mac is simply using bullshit to describe his poor decision-making in general. The pre-chorus then concludes with Mac singing, The screws, they go missing, it's likely they might be. Screws are what keeps things together, so when the screws go missing, things fall apart. Using the word missing also continues the theme of Mac being gone or not present harder and harder to hunt down. Thus it feels like Mac is saying these indulgent getaways, these poor decisions he keeps making, are what is causing things to crumble around him, extending the Breaking Everything He Builds theme that screwed together this song so far.
4: they might be
0: For hand-me-down's hook, Mac passes the baton to Barrow, who comes in singing an elongated you, centering the chorus around the partner. With Barrow now singing about a lover, the song's aperture widens, feeling more like a universal proclamation about the ways relationships or certain people help us achieve balance, the yin-yang of opposing yet complementary energies. Continuing to draw out each word, Barrow sings, You remind me, shit, I need to stay in line. The self-destructive tendencies Mack expressed in the verse and pre-chorus remain a through-line here. A large part of being in a relationship is committing to living for more than yourself, understanding that your actions have dramatic effects on your partner and health of the relationship. Barrow and Mack are thus inspired by their partners to stay in line, to strive to be the best versions of themselves. He continues, You damn well are a great design. It's a beautiful sentiment full of affectionate adoration, evoking a carefully planned and meticulously crafted work of art as if hand-sculpted by God herself. The description also helps to portray the contrast between the partner and what Mac expressed about himself in the verse. One definition of design is to do or plan something with a specific purpose or intention in mind. It implies forethought, execution, and stability, the opposite of Mac and his missing screws, things constantly falling apart. Finally, the hook includes, you, despite being an only child, say you need more family round. Let's turn these genes into hand-me-downs. It's another variation of the album's central circle motif, now centered around the idea of family, a lineage created by the overlapping life cycles of each generation, ends linked to new beginnings. This idea is potently conveyed in the song's main symbol, hand-me-down jeans or clothing, which are used garments passed from one family member down to another, the unique wear of the jeans over time, symbolic of the unique history of the family's lineage. Cleverly, jeans is a homophone, which is when two or more words have the same pronunciation but different meanings. In this case, genes can be heard as J-E-A-N-S, as in denim pants, or G-E-N-E-S, as in the section of DNA that determine your features, like your eye or hair color, which are passed down from your parents. This latter interpretation gives the previous line, you damn well are a great design, even more weight, as it refers to the actual genetic design of their partner. Be it denim genes or hereditary genes, the message is the same. The partner is looking to start a family, to build and grow something sustainable, a relationship that births generations. They are ready to commit at the highest possible level, and it's perhaps this readiness to settle down that has Mac examining his wavering presence and his tendency to spontaneously leave on indulgent getaways. A family demands that you be the best possible version of yourself. You can't just leave when you want. You have to be present, physically, mentally, and emotionally. You have to, as the chorus says, stay in line. You have to grow up.
3: Down, down.
0: post-chorus finds Barrow riffing on the word down. Here we can acknowledge some clever text painting, where the melody reflects the lyrics. There are four main melodic phrases in this section, and each of them are descending melodies, that is, they move downward, just like the word being sung. Here's the first. The second. Third. And fourth. It's a subtle musical detail that fits nicely into the idea of growing a lineage of descendants, a family passing down genes through generations. Following this post chorus, Mac enters the track once again, this time with a more rap delivery. We'll dissect that second verse and the rest of the track right after the break.
1: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com.
0: Welcome back to Dissect. Before the break, we heard Barrow's beautiful chorus and post-chorus establishing the themes of sustainability and lineage. With verse 2 max switches his delivery to a rap flow full of quick internal rhyme schemes
4: no, no. yeah well um'm just being honest my conscience ain't doing bad because I try to minus the problems that I attract and half the time the wheels are in the back of my mind just Turn until the tires flat and burn until the fire crack. I do not lie, though facts may seem a little far fetched. That's only because I may be make believe and full of darkness when I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Walking, and, and change inside your empty guitar case and charity um I move
0: carelessly. To Mac begins verse two. Yeah, well, I'm just being honest. My conscience ain't doing bad because I tried to minus the problems that I attract. This far into our season on swimming in circles, when Mac says he's just being honest, we believe him. He makes clear that he's doing his best at addressing his problems, and that provides him with a clean conscience. This pragmatic attitude toward who he is, flaws and all, speaks to the maturity and growth Mac has exhibited across swimming and circles. While there are still issues and shortcomings he wants to improve, he's able to accept where he is in the process rather than beating himself up or expecting everything to be solved immediately. It's a quality that Circle's producer, John Bryan, also observed during his time with Mac. You know, I think if he decided to write something honestly about himself, if it was him being angry or confused about an
4: aspect of himself, he wrote that. You know, it wasn't
0: platitudes. Uh, He wasn't in the midst of selling himself in the act of writing lyrics. And I know a ton of people who do that. He did not. So I think something like Circles and a few other songs on this record, you hear him acknowledging aspects of himself, either that he doesn't feel capable of changing things he thinks are questionable, things you'll hear in the lyrics directly when, yeah, I'm this way and I think other people might not understand how I think, but actually I'm okay with that. Mac continues the second verse, and half the time the wheels that's in the back of my mind just keep turning till the tires flat and burn until the fire crack. Once again, we get Mac's mind racing to the point of exhaustion, such as we heard throughout swimming in circles. Most recently, Mac opened the song Good News singing, Spent the whole day in my head, and would later admit, I'm running out of gas, hardly anything left, hope I make it home from work. On Hand Me Downs, Mac expresses a similar metaphor likening his mind to the flat burning tires on an overdriven car. Within the context of the verse so far, it seems that Mac here is saying that a lot of those problems he attracts are self-made, a result of his overworked mind creating issues that don't actually exist, or only exist in his head. Mac continues with more honesty, rapping, I do not lie though, the facts may seem a little far-fetched. Here we have to point out what feels like a little inside joke, as Mac follows a line about fire, burn until the fire crack, with a rebuttal, I do not lie though. He's subtly evoking the children's playground taunt, Liar Liar Pants on Fire. This is now the second time he's done this on the album. Recalling Good News Mac saying, Why gotta build something beautiful just to go set it on fire? I'm no liar, but sometimes the truth don't sound like the truth. In both cases, Mac insists he's being truthful about his condition, even though some might doubt a person in his position having this level of anxiety or problems. To this kind of thinking, Mac responds, facts may seem a little far-fetched, that's only because I may be make-believe and full of darkness. Here it seems like Mack is saying those imagined anxiety-ridden scenarios in his head tilt toward darkness or the worst possible outcomes, a common expression of anxiety. Mac uses this image of darkness to pivot to the line when I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place, which if we imagine this as a physical location, it would likely be pretty dark. Being stuck between a rock and a hard place is a common adage that means you are facing a conflict with two equally difficult or unpleasant choices. There's no good option. You're trapped, forced to choose the lesser of two evils. Interestingly, Mac pivots from this image to another. Walking, dropping change inside your empty guitar case. That's charity. Like the previous rock and a hard place line, we suspect this image to be metaphoric. Perhaps the change Mac drops here is his two cents, his thoughts, positioning the partner as someone he can depend on when things get dark or when he feels stuck. While there will always be times when hardship is unavoidable, it's in the people we love most, those who truly care about us, that we find solace and comfort. Perhaps they can't change dire circumstances, but they can hold our hand while we endure the unavoidable struggles inherent to the human condition. Empty
4: guitar case, charity, um. I move carelessly, that's why I'm always tripping I guess it's like electrolytes, you help me go the distance Not too efficient but the way it's always been Until the day we have to meet again
0: Continuing his stream of consciousness, the image of Mac walking in the dark morphs into the line I move carelessly, that's why I'm always tripping. Here we get a possible quadruple entendre with Mac's use of tripping, a word Mac employed a number of ways throughout swimming. Most obvious is the play on moving carelessly, perhaps still in the dark, and he physically trips because he's not watching where he's walking a way of admitting his decision-making is at times pretty clumsy and lacks forethought. Relating to the previous line about the wheels of Mac's anxiety-ridden mind being flat and on fire, tripping here could also refer to overreacting to things or certain situations, creating problems that don't exist. Finally, moving carelessly and always tripping calls back to those indulgent getaways or trips he's been mentioning, providing us with a third and fourth possible meaning, physical trips to a different location and or the psychedelic trips of drugs. Whatever interpretation we choose, be it clumsy decision-making, overreacting, indulgent getaways, or the effects of drugs, the underlying message is the same. These self-described careless trips are taking him away from his partner, physically, mentally, and emotionally. But once again, Matt credits this person for helping him persist, to find balance. He raps, I guess it's like electrolytes, you help me go the distance. Electrolytes are minerals in your blood that help regulate and control the balance of fluids in the body. In popular culture, they are most commonly associated with sports or recovery drinks like Gatorade. And it seems this is what Mac is referring to here, as his love is the stabilizing force that helps him endure the marathon of his continued struggles. It also seems relevant to note that electrolyte-heavy sports drinks are commonly consumed to ease the effects of a hangover, adding to the subtextual allusions to substances throughout the track. This may be the reason why Mac follows with the line, not too efficient, but the way it's always been. It seems Mac is saying that his current way of living isn't ideal. The recurring need for recovery implies a lifestyle that leaves him constantly depleted. It relates to the idea of him breaking the things he builds, perpetually in need of restoration. Finally, Mac punctuates the second verse with the line, until the day we have to meet again. It's a slight variation of the idiom until we meet again, a warm way of saying goodbye as it's paired with an understanding that this isn't the final goodbye. Throughout the song, Mac has noted his physical trips and mental lapses that take him away from this special person. Given that he just said, it's the way it's always been, perhaps Mac here is being honest about this cycle continuing into the future. He knows he's likely to leave again, but he provides assurance that he will always come back. It's an incredibly sweet gesture underscored with a bit of tragedy. He's being wholly candid about his condition, realistic about the difficulty of change. He's not projecting some idealized version of himself that will magically manifest in the future. Like so much of Circles, he's being completely honest, promising nothing more than who he is. After a repetition of the pre-chorus, we are treated to one final hook, with the image of hand-me-down genes being passed through generations, creating a lasting impression of reciprocity and sustained growth. The love, care, and connection between two people bursts connection among many, and we are motivated to be our best selves for the sake of each other, to preserve the connections we cultivate. This is how we help each other grow. We hold each other together when we feel ourselves falling apart. We offer each other light when overcome by darkness. The importance of human connection has been central across Swimming in Circles, with the music of Mac Miller itself serving as a nexus that connects the millions of us humans who are compelled to live more honest and inspired lives because of his art. Even Mac and Barrow coming together on this track speaks to the power of human connection. Having met each other just a few days before creating hand-me-downs, these two artists are now immortalized together. They cultivated something that will outlive them as Circles, along with Max art more broadly, is preserved and cherished through the generations, like the very genes they sing about.
2: I remember he told me, um, the best part about this shit is meeting new connections and making new connections, which really stuck with me, man. It was like, you know, wherever, whoever, whatever level this person is at, or however great they are at their craft, whether they're a great guitarist or a great singer, they can write really good songs. like. The best part is just really connecting with someone and, you know, making these special moments that last forever.
0: episode was written and produced by me an extra special thank you to barrow sura for taking the time to talk with us remember you can hear our full conversation later this week right here on this feed if you enjoyed today's episode please tell a friend about the show or share on social media and tag at dissect podcast it really helps theme music by bureaucratic instrumental recreations by andrew atwood audio editing by eric bass and me all right thanks everyone talk to you next week